really good one is, why do men, not all, but men, think it's okay to protect their friends who are cheating? Um, that's a very good question, actually. It is, right? Um, yeah, it, it just depends on the context and how close they are with friends. Like, if it was me, mm. I would confront that friend. Hey girls, welcome to the Approach the Coach podcast. My name's Natalie Bonner and I'm the deep and meaningful conversation-loving host and life coach, here to provide some life advice and personal stories with a side of tough love to encourage you to be the best version of yourself. I'm here for you on the weekly as I believe anybody can change their life if they really wish to. I have and I know you can, so please stick around if you're looking for some inspiration and ideas to improve your mindset, behaviours, relationships and just life in general. Right, let's get started. Hi and welcome back to Love, Sex and All the Rest of It. Now, on my last podcast, I said I had something special planned. So, without further ado, please welcome my guest, Natalie Bonner, who is a life coach in Melbourne. (laughs) And we are old friends that haven't spoken in years. But, nonetheless, we're here and we're going to chat shit about relationships. So Natalie, how are you? Good. I am amazing. <laughs> I love the intro. Yes, we're going to ramble on Rellos. So yeah, let's do it. Pretty much, yeah. So we're going to get delve deep into Natalie's past previous dating life <laughs> and relationships and sort of pick apart bits of relationships and emotions and how, you know, that all correlates into Natalie's life today. We will speak about some of the work that she's doing with her life coaches, well, life coach clients. Mm. And yeah, it's just going to be fun, hey? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I'm nervous. Let's do it. (laughs) Don't be nervous. Right, okay. So, like we chatted off air, I've just got a couple questions, like, we're going to go through. And obviously, like, love, sex and all the rest of it is... The point is to get deeper within yourselves and speak about like just the deeper values in yourself, relationships and what you kind of thought about it. And obviously sex has got a massive part of that. But again, we probably won't touch on that too much. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so my first question is, it is, so like take me back to like your first, proper long-term relationship like what happened what did you really learn from you know that situation and you know how does that translate into like just now in your life right now oh that's actually huge because um my first relationship like proper relationship I was with him for six years from like 15 to 21 and Mm. it was like healthy majority of the time and I was as I have been in the past, the toxic one. Um, So yeah, it didn't end well because of me, um, because of the way I was. Um, I wasn't able to regulate my emotions at the time. Um, I was toxic and hence why I've now got into coaching women um, to banish their toxic traits and, you know, Mm. regulate their emotions so they don't behave in ways that are unhelpful like what I was doing back then. So yeah, what did I learn from that? 
so much actually I I actually only think that I've started processing certain things like emotions from that experience the way we broke up and um yeah I think I've only really sort of realized the true effect that that had on me because Mm -hmm. he was a good guy you know I was a good person in that relationship as well but um yeah certain points of it I almost judged myself I shamed myself other people shamed me as well um for my behaviors that I I sort of carried out at the end of it and um guilt and shame I don't know if you know but are like the two lowest vibrational frequencies so when you're carrying Mm -hmm. that for years obviously it can make you continue to behave in unhelpful ways so um yeah it set a good foundation to understand that like there are good men out there there are loyal men out there there are loving men out there um and it's not let's not all put the blame on them um I learned so many things Lou like (laughs) that's good though. oh that's yeah good. Like, so many things at the end of the day like that sort of thing like sort of when you look back and pick it apart it's super interesting like, I find mm. it fascinating yeah when you go back and you're like you are fuck like I was actually the toxic bitch in this relationship like what the yeah. fuck am I doing yeah and then you're like okay why did that situation happen this situation happen yeah and just reveals like so much I know I feel I know and it's, and- yeah it's nice yeah it's good in In a way it's nice yeah it's like I think because we're in this place now where we are like you know like emotionally intelligent and we're looking back on our past through like a new lens so for me I'm looking back and finding so much compassion like I was insecure like because of I got bullied most of my life and stuff like that so I look back and I think although the ways I behaved towards the end of the relationship wasn't good it was there's no excuse like I had experienced certain things in my life in my childhood that led me to behave in ways where I, I just I couldn't regulate, you know. So it's like once you find compassion for yourself, then you let go of the judgment of yourself. And you know, we shouldn't be judged on our like worst thing we've ever done because we've all done fucked up things. <laughs> Let's <Yeah>. be honest. <laughs> but what was the what was the one contributing factor for you? Like when you say that you were toxic, what mm. what what did you do? I was very jealous, like very jealous. And there were a few things that I heard that weren't true about him when I was with him. And then I like lashed out to the point where it was like insane. Like I would just, I would just rage. I would like full on rage. And like most people know me, like the way I am right now is exactly how I was back then. Like energetic, happy, bubbly, but I I could just switch and I couldn't control it. So it was like a shock to the system for like my friends in the past. Um, so yeah, I I haven't really I haven't shared this on my podcast obviously, but I did cheat on him in the end after six years. So it's okay. like a horrible thing to say, but like it does happen and you know it's it's never about the other person, it's always about yourself. So Yeah. It's it's scary to share that because like you feel like, yeah. Oh my god, people would judge me, but like it's just, you know, it's the reality of people it. who don't um have control of their emotions. Yeah, of course. And I don't think you would have shared that if you weren't in this super secure place within yourself. A hundred percent. So uh, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Um, Because obviously, like, that kind of stuff is quite difficult to speak about, especially if you haven't spoken about it too much before. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, jealousy is the green-eyed monster. It'll get you. I know. I feel like it gets everybody in some sort of capacity, like whether they're old or young or whatever, but... Again, it's just a movement thing. You just need to recognise that it would be the first important place to start. 
and then take it from there like it's difficult to move on but like it's you just have to work yourself through it yeah exactly it's difficult it is you just need to the biggest thing for me would just be the communication side of things yeah and like then having you're maybe jealous due to like underlying trust issues that you haven't you know dealt with prior to that because you're so young though do you know what I mean like you've got so many like different inputs from different people and different things and then I know social media wasn't that big a thing when you know we were younger yeah so that but could you imagine if it was if it was like it is today we had because some of the jealousy like the moments that where I was most jealous came up from things like was it pixel we had pixel and was it Bebo or something? Like Bebo, a, MSN, Bebo and like. MSN, MSN Messenger. <laughs> so there was like little parts from that, but imagine now with Instagram. Oh my, I oh, honestly, I don't know how the younger no. kids are doing it. Like, it's oh, enough to dead. just set you off. Like, yeah. No, fuck that. I just like, <laughs> I couldn't. I actually don't I, think I could. I, no. Like, I struggle no. enough, like, enough as it is. I know. Let alone. I know. I know, exactly. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. So this. Um, takes me back to my second question all right so um remember i put up a poll uh on instagram and you replied saying that it was about like interests and what you look for first in like a romantic relationship and you said similar interests and hobbies do you want to like expand on that or get a bit deeper is that just like the first thing that you really look for yeah yeah so for me like I do have a list of non-negotiables now and that's you know only because I've built up my um myself I've become more secure within myself and like obviously focused on self-love so with that it comes like your non-negotiables so for me it's definitely like um lifestyle like I absolutely I'm at my happiest when I'm doing what I love you know whether it's exercise or hiking or going to the bar with the girls fine dining all that stuff so I have had relationships in the past in Australia where I've I've let let those things slide just for the yeah. sake of having a good healthy relationship or at least I thought was healthy and um, you know so I think lifestyle has got to be aligned for me like I you know if you're like someone wants to come home and watch tv I don't even own a tv so like I'd be like yeah. nah Maybe actually now that I'm ready for a rally, I'll be like, okay, we can watch yeah. movies. But like, you know, I think for me, it's like, I want someone that goes to the gym. I want someone that go- wants to wake up on a Saturday morning and has the most, in, like, wants to make the most of life. Same with yeah, like course. socializing. I had like an ex-boyfriend that didn't actually have any friends. I mean, that's a red flag in itself, but, um, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> well, oh, I've learned from that one. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's definitely like you want to be like aligned. So I think for me, that's a huge thing. Like I'm a social butterfly as well. I want to yeah, for go sure. out and... Yeah. All over the place, meeting yeah. people. Yeah. Just enjoying being out yeah. in that social circle. Exactly. Living your best life, exactly. which exactly. Oh, any of us could ask for. And imagine if you exactly. had a partner that does the exact same, it would be class, right? Oh my God. Like, it, I basically want me, but in a male form, and hotter and taller and bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that would be so much fun. Yeah. Um, all right. So, one of the last questions. Yeah. Um, so if you could go back to your younger self and give yourself one piece of advice or say something to yourself, yeah. what would it be? See a therapist now. Really? See, okay. Hire a coach, see a therapist and yeah. express, talk, 
So, okay, it mm-hmm. would definitely be like hire a coach and see a therapist. That is number one. Because that number is one, yeah. the thing that is going to absolutely change your, your life. And that's because it's changed minds, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to express like emotions. I don't know like what you feel about like where we're from. Like we're British and Aberdeen. I don't know if it's and it's just back then. You know, everyone wasn't like so keen to like open up and like chat about your deepest, darkest emotions. You would just like roast each other, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. I think it would be like see a therapist, hire a coach, and sort out your shit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's good advice, though. It's good advice. <laughs> You know, a lot of people will be listening and be like, oh, I'm not too sure, like, where my next standpoint is yeah. and, like, how I move on from a certain situation or whatever. Yeah. So, but yeah, seeing a therapist, like, it's something I've always thought about doing, but, yeah. like, I've always dealt with my own stuff by myself. Yeah, right. And I've got my own processes and how I go through things. Yeah, okay. And it, and it works for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, if it works for me then like I, f- I feel like it would be beneficial for sure yeah but if I'm going in there and be like do you know what I'm actually super happy within myself I'm super secure like yeah um I wanting to open up a can of worms mm. but there isn't necessarily a need for it yeah do you know what I mean it's like trying to fix a problem that doesn't exist what's the point literally you're yeah. creating more problems yeah 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 for sure yeah. and like everybody has their dark days you know yeah. like me included and yeah. On those days, I literally go through the same, like, five, six things every single time. And it just, like, flips within, like, I think it takes, like, two days. I've got it down from, like, six days to two days. Wow. So what is it, that, it like, five, yeah. six things? Uh, it was, it's kind of just, like, I have to do stuff that I really enjoy doing. Yeah. And I'm comfortable with doing. So, like, I'd get up, in the, I'd get up early in the morning. I'd have, uh, like, a really nice breakfast and treat myself. And then I start journaling. So I write a few things down that's in my head at the time. Amazing. I've got a little journal that I never look at. So yeah. I just write bits in it, flip Shut over the it. page, don't even bother oh. looking at it again. Nice. And that kind of just like works for me. And then I just like, I go out for a walk, clear my head, put my favourite music on. And at the moment, I'm really into country. <laughs> so oh my God, I roast my friends who listen to country. <laughs> I swear, right? It's so good. And then... Um, I go back home, I chill out, yeah. I stick on, like, everybody's got the comfort movies, right? Mm, so yeah. I just stick on a comfort movie and just try and go through bits of my head, whatever I'm thinking, write it down, yeah. chuck the notebook away, you know? Yeah. So, and that seems to work for me. Yeah, that's so good. That's it's quite good. similar to my process, actually. Because, like, something mm. that I, I started off a few years ago, um, in one of the longest pages I ever wrote was when I, me and my ex broke up and it was the first day I ever seen a therapist and I was just like right 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 until I was bored and then I was like fuck I'm so bored now I'm so bored of writing and it's like you're right it's like you can just shut the page and be like oh it's done you know done with it yeah, yeah it's out yeah. your head you don't need to revisit it yeah like I once went and revisited it like I've been doing this since like 2013 wow yeah that's pretty advanced so, especially for the male yeah. species <laughs> Yeah, like, no I don't know, like, I don't have a lot in it, yeah. but on the days I do have it, I've got the specific dates, the times, whatever I was doing, whatever I was thinking, feeling, it's all there. Amazing. So I went back, when was it? I think it was, like, near enough Christmas time um, this past year, looked at it, because I found it, I, I thought I lost it, but I found it again. Yeah. 2013 was my very first entry, and it was when oh, I, wow. I think I broke up with one of my exes that I was with for like a couple of years yeah and 
like she lived at like the bottom of a mountain and I just remember going up the mountain almost every single Sunday and just one of these days I bought a book wrote heaps of stuff down in my head closed it put it in my back put it in my back and walked away oh so it was quite nice though yeah. like thinking back I'm like and reading it I'm like oh my god fuck yeah and the fact that you've still got that from 2013 so you can yeah. really see your progress you know yeah for which sure is amazing definitely and that's the one yeah. good thing about journaling is it it's like you can look back and be like whoa I've actually come so far yeah for sure it's so mm. nice though isn't it so nice yeah oh yeah um so I heard that you went on a date on Sunday night I'm glad you brought this up because it didn't go ahead. And this is where You're I think kidding. I'm going to flip the questions to you, the, you know? Um, okay. Okay, hit me. <laughs> no, but this might be like a good way to get into it at some point. But, um, For sure. So two weeks ago, I was meant to have a date with a guy. He, this was on Hinge. I downloaded the dating apps and stuff. Um, yeah. And then I'm not very good at dating. You know, like I don't really enjoy it. I don't, I've got a busy schedule and I'm like, ugh. Um, so this guy asked me out for dinner and then I kind of cancelled on the day. So I was like, oh no, karma's going to karma's gonna yeah. get me, right? So then this other guy, he, um, we were messaging all week. He asked me out. He was like, when is your availability? I was like, yeah, Sunday. He's like, cool, let's go get coffee and brunch. I was like, sweet. And then nice. the last message was on the Friday. And then like I replied oh, to him no. and then he just didn't reply until Sunday night. And I was like... You can't be doing that. I just like, why, man? Like, why? So I just replied, oh, um, we were meant to go out today for a drink. And he was like, oh, uh, we didn't have definite plans. I'm like, you literally I, right. said, what's your availability? And, okay, Sunday works well. Let's do coffee brunch. And he kept continuing the chat. Like, I'm quite happy to be like, cool, I'll see you then. But he kept asking questions all week, which I thought was really nice. Um, yeah, of course. So what's your thoughts on that, you know, from the male, the male perspective? Um... Honestly, he probably had a big night out on Saturday. And he, <laughs> he says he doesn't drink much because he's like a mental health nurse. <laughs> I still think he's, he's probably just been like, do you know what? Can't I can't be, be fucked with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As brutal as it is, yeah, like, yeah. He's, instead of him just messaging you, which he should have done, and just been like, hey, look, I'm not feeling it. Um, yeah. Do you might, do you want to rearrange? Or if he done, didn't want to see you at all, why not just be like, look, let's just call a spade a spade? Like, yeah. I'm not really feeling it. Um, And I think, like, brutal honesty with, like, females. Yeah. Well, from guys, anyway, to females. Like, they don't understand sometimes that it's always better to communicate that than string it on for a couple weeks or days or however long it is. Do you know what I mean? 100%. So... Yeah, and, like, that is the main thing of, like, relationships. Like, communication is everything. And, like, do you mm. think from, like, yeah, the male perspective that you guys worry that you'll hurt us too much? Or, do you like, what do you yeah. think prevents the communication? Yeah, 100%. I think a lot of it has got to do with guys being scared to hurt mm. girls' feelings. Yeah. Because, like, in the back of their minds, they're kind of like, do you know what, I do maybe see something happening so, like, I don't want to say no now because I might want to later. Yeah, right. You know? So they kind of, like, it's it gets tossed up in their head a lot, yeah. I feel. And they'll either be brutally honest and just be like, like, this is how it is, this is how I'm feeling, which I don't know about you, but I, I know, like, a lot of guys aren't comfortable doing that. Yeah. And it is because they're scared most of the time. 
Yeah, which it's so, it sounds so sweet and innocent, but like from the female perspective, like so many women are like, where's the good man? In fact, that was the one question I was going to ask you. You know, like really? that's, that's, it's a big question. Like no one can answer because the good, there's good men everywhere, right? Like it's just mm -hmm. you're maybe not meeting them because your standards maybe yeah. need to be raised a little bit. But um, yeah, like women are like, oh, he's so horrible. Like I could instantly go and judge this guy and be like, what a dickhead. Like he's a horrible person. But maybe he, yeah, like what you said, maybe he's like, oh, I'm actually not feeling it, but I, do, I feel bad. So it's almost yeah. like this, we're assuming you guys are arseholes or whatever, but actually you're coming from a place yeah. of, I don't want to hurt her, you know? <laughs> yeah, like some of the time, obviously yeah, I can't speak for yeah. all, all <laughs> yeah. men, of course. you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, it's kind of, it's it's like a catch-22 sometimes mm. because you do, re like, if you are speaking to someone, like, and you have been, like, chatting all day every day or like it's in beds and still like getting quite deep on, on and like having a good connection on that level and then sometimes guys kind of just change their mind in a little instant and they're kind of like oh I'm not sure now yeah. and like like I said to you before this is almost like an elastic band right yeah guys are like elastic bands yeah right in the sense that if say for example right you have been chatting to this guy for like a couple of weeks you've been on a few dates everything's going really well but you're still not sure about it mm. right you're still like not 100% right as the days and weeks go on without any communication as to like how you both both are feeling I can almost guarantee you the girl will end up liking the guy a lot more as time goes on yeah. but the opposite almost happens with the guy <laughs> because she feels like that no sorry he feels like that she's not interested Mm -hmm. although she's not showing it but she actually is and then the guys are like oh okay that's kind of put me off now so they're kind of like mm, having my doubts now you know it's so good to hear that from like the male's perspective like I know that so many women are going to like love hearing that because it almost like it's like what like we are just this the same as humans but we think so differently at times yeah literally you know? it's, it's almost a bit backward right yeah, yeah. so like my advice in that situation, mm. if you do end up liking this guy and he's having a bit of doubts without you guys having any communication on it, I would honestly let him go. Yeah. Because I can almost guarantee in like a few days or like a week or something like that, he'll realise he's, he's like, fuck, do you know what? Either I'm all in or I'm all out. Yeah. He'll realise in that like sort of space of time and if he doesn't communicate that with you, then it's his loss. But if he does, then, you know, you're in. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's a bit of a risk. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you like this guy. Yeah. Right? But at the end of the day, life's about taking risks. 100%. So if you, if you're in that situation, I mean, it might not happen too much. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. Because I'm not a girl. So yeah. I don't really speak like I don't know that too, that much but from what I do know um the guy will almost maybe seven out of ten times he'll come back bounce back it'll bounce back the elastic like, band you baby you know what, babe? I'm really sorry like I do really like you like how things are going but again I think like this lack of communication all stems from I don't know how you feel about like dating apps and social media and stuff like that because I think it is distorting the whole thing surrounding dating. Yeah. And like, 100%. how often is it these days that you meet a couple 
that has stemmed from an organic connection. Yeah, and you know, there's like studies out that say that um, the relationships that last longer are the ones that are mutual friends of friends of friends, you know, because they've got this connection. They've got maybe friendship groups, so they've got ties. They've got something that's going to, you know, prevent them from just shutting down. Like if I met a guy on Hinge tonight, I don't know anything about him. I don't know his friends. He doesn't know mine. It's so much easier to just cut off and like not be a part of each other's worlds. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I totally agree with the that it has changing everything. I don't know about you. Are you are you on the apps or? So, I used well. I am a serial dater. Are you? Oh my God, we're the complete opposite. Yeah. So this is so good. Yeah, honestly, I I love going out and dating to meet new oh people and just like finding that base connection and nice. like getting deep with a stranger. Like I love it. Oh my God, right? love that. Um, but as of late. Like I have, I scrapped all the apps. I haven't had them for like two months now. I just okay, like got it? so sick of it. Yeah, yeah. So, what specifically did you get sick of? Um, honestly, I was trying to find. I know time should never be an issue, but mm. I'm trying to find the right time for myself to put myself out there. And you know, I can't commit that much time right now because I work away and stuff like that. True. I'm away for two weeks yeah. and then I'm back for only a week and I've got like a certain amount of things I need to do in this week yeah. and like try to throw in a day or two here or there and then being away for another two weeks I can't exactly commit I don't want to waste anyone's time and be like look I I can't commit to giving someone my time so how do I expect to get time back from them you True. know it's kind of unfair yeah yeah so I that that's where I'm kind one, of at I'm actually okay with it. I'm really okay with it. Yeah, of course. We're like young, living in Australia, free, life's good, you know? Can you complain? Life's great. No. <laughs> life great. Life. <laughs> Love it. Grateful every day. Um, mm. Yeah, I think I agree with like going back to what you were saying about the, the social Sorry, media yeah. and the dating apps as well. I totally agree. Like I was finding myself like just like swipe, swipe. And I feel like, I've definitely like ignored guys on dating apps and been like, oh, I like you one minute. Ah, actually, I'm not in the mood. So, you know, like, you know, as a woman, it's like, we've got our cycle. I could be like buzzing to meet a guy one week and then next day I'd be like, nah. So it's like, I do yeah. think we don't treat it like real humans, you know? No, it's just like, it's literally just a game. A hundred percent. And it's fun. You're getting like, yeah. Because we're like, good you're people. Getting <laughs> I know. It's but, like, it's actually playing with people's, with real people. Yes. Like you're getting a dopamine dopamine hit yeah. after swiping right and you're like, oh my God, I got a match or yeah. this person liked me and all this shit. Like, yeah. it's kind of like, I don't want to say sad. It's sad because I love it. Like, I think it's yeah. good fun yeah. when I'm really into it and like committed to like that whole dating side of things. I think it's good. Yeah. But in terms of me, like getting a long lasting connection with someone, mm. I don't think it, for me anyway, I don't think it's like the way to go. I've, yeah. Over the past like month or two, I've been trying to create organic connections, like speaking to someone random in a coffee shop. Oh, so like, yeah. I've tried to do it like this week because I'm in Sydney for the week. Yeah, yeah. I've tried to do it in this week, and it's been so difficult because people have just got headphones and they're like, "Who are you?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. this is so okay. true. That's why, like, I always speak to like older like couples or men or women on the streets because they're not really with the headphones, so they're like super open to say good morning. You yeah. Know? But you're right, everyone's just like headphones. And if someone talks to you, you're kind of like anxious, like, oh, what? Were you talking to me? You know? <laughs> I know, it's a bit weird, is it? So, yeah. 
But, um, but yeah, I think organic's the way to go. Hear that, ladies? There are men out there that will talk to you in the coffee shop. <laughs> I know. It's so it good probably won't hear. be me because I'm so shy. <laughs> um, I try not to be. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, and I agree. Like, I totally want to meet someone, like, at, at the gym or, you know, like, at the beach or somewhere where I actually enjoy doing that thing because then you know already you're similar. Yeah, you of know? course. You've got a similar interest, interest, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like, we met each other in a gym. True. Oh, my God, we did. See? Connections. Yeah, yeah. So if I we know, can just encourage right? more and more people to just talk to strangers, like, talk to you strangers. never know. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they're not... Weird. you know like too yeah i didn't want to say weird but yeah fucking weird like uh, hashtag no filter <laughs> yeah literally um but yeah i think that's the moral of the story yeah i have a few questions for you that i put up on a poll if i can ask them absolutely yeah fire um, away cool so i put up the poll just regarding asking men like we've already touched touched on one of them which is you know okay. um where are all of the men? I mean, where are they, Lou? <laughs> in coffee shops, well, in, in gyms. <laughs> in the coffee shops and gyms, still swiping through Tinder, I'd imagine. <laughs> Completely ignoring you with their headphones and swiping yeah, right and left. That's <laughs> okay, so one of which I thought was a really good one is, why do men, not all, but men, think it's okay to protect their friends who are cheating? Um, that's a very good question, actually. It is, right? Um, yeah, it, it just depends on the context and how close they are with friends. Like, if it was me, mm. I would confront that friend uh, about whatever they're doing. Like, obviously, like, I feel like it's not my business or anybody else's business apart from them. Yeah, you maybe know it, but, like, I'm not going to bullshit anyone and protect them. But, again, I'm not like most guys. I don't think I'm quite upfront. Yeah. And like to speak about this kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, but I can see why guys do protect their friends. Yeah. From because obviously, like, there must be a deep connection with them and their partner. So they don't want to ruin that because then they'll see their friend upset. Mm. And then, you know, like, it's just a difficult situation. That's a hard question. Yeah. But that's an interesting answer. So I've never really thought of it like that. Like, oh, if that happens, then your friend could be upset. Um, yeah. And obviously this goes both ways, you know, like yeah. females would also protect their friends at time, but um, yeah. yeah, I guess it would be like, from my perspective, being a good friend would be like, friend, that's not okay what you've done. And I want you to tell your boyfriend, you know, yeah, Whereas, of course, do you yeah. think men do that? Do you think that a lot of men would say, oh, mate, that's not cool. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Or do you think they just let it go? I think for the most part, they let it go, which is wow. quite sad. Yeah. To be honest with you. Um, honestly, I've never been in that situation. Okay. So I can't really like come off of my own like experience in that. Um, it's a good thing yeah, though. It means you don't have any friends. Yeah. It's like yeah, I think I think yeah. it's a good thing because like a lot of my friends are like not snaky. They're true to yeah. themselves and like they're super honest. And like the group of friends I've got right now are really really great because we always like communicate and check in with each other and ask each other how we're feeling. Like really feeling. Oh, that's so which, nice. Which is good. Yeah. And um, you need that, and it's maybe a lack of that. Yes. 
yeah. in some guys mm. which aren't the best at speaking about their feelings and stuff like that and you know for a start it's difficult to get yourself out there and do that so yeah. maybe that's it could be a little trigger yeah you know yeah it's so interesting yeah, it's true like me like men and women <clears throat> like are different in the sense of women actually need to talk things out we need mm. to talk and we we don't necessarily want to fix the problem but we just want to be heard and we want to communicate yeah. so that's why women are like deemed as like you know gossipy or whatever because we just we love to talk things out and we need yeah. to like get off our chest whereas maybe men just like fix problems in their own mind like what you were saying at the start um yeah. work through stuff on I think their that, own. yeah that, i think that's a very male thing to do is try fixing their men are essentially fixers right they yeah. try and fix Yep. themselves in their head yep. without speaking about that kind of stuff and like if they do speak out it's almost like it's been socialized as a form of weakness which is yeah. ridiculous it's, it's not right just really sad because i don't yep. think it is at all i think you're more of a man if you speak about your raw feelings 100%. than speaking than bottling it in because that does nobody any favors if you bottle it all in yeah exactly um, and it's sexy it's fucking sexy Women find yeah. that sexy, you know? So, like, men think they're sexy yeah. being, like, manly and not talking. Oh, match a man. Yeah, it's, no. It's like, that's not hot. <laughs> uh, like, at the end of the day, vulnerability attracts vulnerability. Yeah. And I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. So, guys, get out there and be vulnerable. Cause, 100%. And just open up to even if it's one person yeah. that you can hold accountable for and just speak to because it really does fucking help yeah which is wild like Stevie said that to me like five six years ago yeah I would have been like nah shut the fuck up like mm -hmm. I'm good I'm good but really I'm fucking dying inside do you know what I mean yeah like it's, it's difficult but as soon as that leap is made then it'll change everything will change for you yeah and it's like I mean, that even changed for me, and I'm a woman, you know, so, like, I became more open in, like, expressing my emotions, like, my deep emotions with my friends. Now I'm, like, obsessed with DMs, like, too much so, I've swayed too much to that side. But um, yeah, okay. I think we're creating more of a safe space for men to express, you know, like, yeah. there's obviously still a lot of women that would shame them or judge them, or men or whatever, but... As we just need yeah. to keep creating this bigger, bigger space, this environment where we all talk about our feelings, and it's, it's great. And I think... Yeah sort of you know what we've all experienced over the last two years helped that um because we've had a lot of time on our own so um yeah i think it's completely agree. a great thing completely agree. which actually was one of the questions that one of the girls asked on the poll and that was okay. who is the first person that men go to if they have concerns in their relationship um i would go to my best friend yeah okay because yeah he knows every inch of me yeah. and knows what I'm like and knows how my emotions play off and work. Yeah. So if I had any concerns whatsoever, I'd be like, look, mate, this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. This is the situation I'm in. What would your advice be? That's so you know? good. That is so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's taken me a long time to get to that point, but I'm very secure in myself now to be able to do that, which is so nice. Yeah, it's amazing. And well done you, because like we know like not many guys get to that point and it, it does all come from security. Like when you know yourself, you trust yourself, you love yourself. When you're happy yeah. with that, you can say whatever because you don't, whatever feedback you're going to get, it's like, oh, you know. Yeah, 100 No drama. Like yeah. if it's negative or positive, like yeah. I take it all on board Yeah. and try and improve in the areas I can improve. Yeah. So. Amazing. But like, hmm. 
Nice. Fun. Okay, so one of the other questions is... Yeah. What do men look for in women? Good question. <laughs> and obviously, to the listeners, it's like, you know, we all want different things, but the we, women yeah. and men have core needs. Like, for women, it's... So we want safety. We want security. We want to feel protected and, you know, supported. So what is it of course. for Um For most guys, it is someone to share a fun life with and just be like, just have fun yes. for the most part. Yeah, right. Like, because it's an underrated quality some of the times that people look for. And if you are... If you f- have enough fun, you will then feel start to feel safer and safer. Yeah. If that makes sense. So true. Yeah, it does. Because then it creates like deeper memories and all the rest of it. Like someone to share memories with. Yeah. You know, um, I think again being super secure within in themselves yeah. is a big one too. Like subconsciously, for most guys, like oh yeah, like I, I love tits and ass. <laughs> like. Nah, I just, give it to like it's just security i guess yeah yeah no like that's said, good to hear it's, it's, it's i think it's very similar for like guys and girls yeah and it's good to hear because i think something that i experienced in my past was that i felt like i was too much you know because like mm. i am super playful and i love to explore and do all these different things like a variety of things so i guess sometimes women suppress who they are to think that they have to yeah. fit into a box um to be with a guy so no i think that's nice to hear that you just want to have light and fun and yeah, good times. Have fun. Have fun. Oh, audacity. Okay, cool. I can't even remember what we're saying now. So it was fun. So let's just, I'll change the question. I think I only had, um, shall we do like an hour? What do you think? Is an yeah, hour, let's do an hour. Is an hour let's do like 20, hours a good amount of time. I yeah, because yeah. it's both of us. So it's like, it's better when you've got a longer podcast than there's two people, I think. Yeah, for sure, because okay. I've only been doing, like, 15, 20-minute ones. So. And I'm, like, 20 to 30, but I think, you know when you're listening to two people, it gets quick, so it might be okay for people. Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay right, I'm going to click record. You okay, ready? yeah, cool. Recording in progress. Yeah, so I think it's just, guys, just look for fun. Love it. Most of the time. And if it gets serious, it gets serious. If it doesn't, then you've got to be happy within yourself to do that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Give that up, I guess. So I guess, like, one thing I would think of is then, like, is there too fun from a woman? You know, like, does she part? Can she party too much, or could she be too goofy, or like too? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, get you. I think it just depends on the person. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I'll give you an example. I'm not the biggest party person. Yeah. Like, I don't mind. I love going out for a social drink and stuff like that. Like, I went out for my friend's birthday this weekend. Like. I like doing stuff like that, but if it's too much in terms of going out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, every single weekend, I'm like, no. I think I'd rather park it. I think I'm good. Do you know what I mean? 100%. So I guess it just comes down to personalities um, from that kind of sense, if they're too fun. Yeah. And like, if you're that kind of person, you're obviously going to enjoy that. And if you're not, you're not. Because like, you want to wake up and for go sure. for a hike. And your mate's still partying and like kick ons or something, you're like, <laughs> Yeah, no, fuck that. I'd rather get up at six and go for a hike. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. So yeah, I think it's just personalities. Again, it's hard to get the right correlation between or figuring out quick enough mm. what sort of personalities suit you. Yes. You know? And I think for most guys it takes 
time with hanging out with a certain person for a long period to then be like, okay, like it's for me or it's not. This is what I'm saying about this elastic band thing. Yeah. No. So like, I think the processes for a guy are a lot longer in that sense to almost dig a bit deeper and like go over it a few times in their head. And then that's when they're either all in or all out. Yeah, because men like need that trust factor, whereas I think women get a bit besotted on the first day. You know, women, we get excited, like, and then we tell our girls, and then they get excited, and then we talk about it, and it makes us more excited. And then it's like this big fucking story that we fantasize, and you know, whereas. For sure. I think a guy comes back after a date and it's like, <laughs> their friends are like, oh, how was it? It's like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> and then that's Full it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> We're that's so, it. oh, I love it. It's so funny. And then they're like, oh, did you sleep with her on the first day? You're like, mm, well, yeah. <laughs> or no. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Done. Like, that's, a good, that's a good question, though. Like, do men you know, there's this big thing like, oh, you shouldn't sleep with a guy on the first date. Like, make him wait, play the game. What are your thoughts on that? Can you fall for someone um, if they've slept with you quickly? Have I been in that situation? Well, what do you think? Yes, that that and oh. generalize, you know, like how um, you... I think, I think it's quite a generalization where people sleep together on the first date and they're like, oh my god, it's so bad. I'd like, I, it depends on the date. <coughs> yeah. If you get on with someone like a house on fire, you got got the connection there. You're getting both sort of like deep and intimate in those like sort of areas, then like yeah, why not go and enjoy yourself? Yeah. You know, but again, if like you're erring on the side of caution, and you're kind of like I kind of like want to just maybe meet them one one more time or two more times before getting a little intimate. Yeah, then that's completely fair too. But I think a lot of people jump into bed a little, like very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. with each other yeah and like yeah i'm not gonna lie i've been there yeah of course i've done that like we've all slept with people on the first date and stuff like but um but yeah it's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird one hey yeah because i think like i personally would advise girls now to hold off but i also know that there's absolutely no rules like you know my ex, we slept together on the first date and then ended up being together for a year and a half or whatever. It doesn't mean yeah. you can't have a relationship. There's no rules. It depends on how you two feel about each other and how exactly how the night goes. Of course. And I would advise, like, just hold off, you know? Like, what's the rush? Like, genuinely, what is the rush? If you want to be with someone, yeah. like, you know? It's not about making them wait and playing a game. It's just about, like, holding off to see how you actually feel, like. So, yeah, yeah, no, I 100% get that. <coughs> I get that. Yeah. I think within... I personally know within the first 15 minutes of a date if it's going to go well or not. Wow. <laughs> That's 100%. interesting. So what like, yeah. dictates that, like, you know? Um, a lot of it is just personality. Okay. So I, I'm not going to lie, I go quite deep on a first date. Nice. And, like, if I don't get the same sort of reciprocation, then I know it's probably not going to go anywhere. Yeah, right. Because I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I like getting to know all the, like, deepest, darkest places of people. Love it. Because I find it interesting. I love, yeah. I, like, I thrive on it. And I think that creates such, like, a such a bond mm. right from the get-go. And I feel like if that bond's not there, then 
I know it, it for some people it's difficult to speak about on their first date, which is fine. Like yeah. I completely get that. Yeah. But like I've been in situations before where like everything has came out, and I thought, oh my god, this is phenomenal. Yeah. Because you get already get the comfortability side of things. Mm. You have obviously got a connection there. The chemistry must be there. But again, when you speak about physical chemistry, you've got to obviously fancy them, right? Yeah. So yeah. if the physical chemistry is there, then I feel like you're on to a winner. Yeah. And then you can proceed and move forward from there. But again, like, if, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. And like, obviously, you mentioned that you're a serial dater. So... What does that, or you were, sorry. You were in the past. Yeah. Your words, not mine. Yeah. yeah, it was in the past. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. In the past. I just, I just really enjoy it. Like, yeah. I love, like I said before, I love going on, going on dates and meeting new people. And like, yeah. everybody's so different and unique and different yeah. backgrounds and all the rest of it. Like, I just find it, I just find it so fascinating. It's so interesting. Yeah, like I said, I'm mm. the opposite. And um, do you, like, what goes through a guy's head when they're like about to date someone? Do you like get worried? Do you get nervous or do you just like, you just like what, whatever? Um, I get a little anxious. Okay. <laughs> because obviously it's a new person. Like I know you might have been chatting for a while, but it's, again, it's a new person. So you yeah. kind of like, you obviously want to make a good, impre- good first impression and you want to just get comfortable within the first like 10 minutes yeah. or five, 10 minutes, you know, yeah. and not make it awkward. Yeah. And, like, I feel like I'm quite good at making people not feel awkward <laughs> and being quite comfortable. Yeah, definitely. Which, for me, is good. Like, I think it's a good trait to have. Um, but, yeah, most guys, I think, go in with it with a bit of confidence. You can tell by the date idea. So the first date idea, mm. I feel like, is a good, like, indication if a guy's nervous or not. That's, right? oh, that's such a good point. Yeah. Okay, so if a guy, for example, asks you out for a drink on the first date, chances are two things. He's either nervous as fuck to meet you and needs a couple drinks, mm. or he just thinks both of you guys are going to have a heap of drinks and then go home and shag. <laughs> right? Do you think it's not also just like the norm to go out for a drink? It could just be like, what else is there to do? It's probably been my least done date really like yeah so what do you I think I've, do? Only been, I've only been out for maybe four or five dates where I've been like right let's go out for a drink yeah so I prefer like something a little bit intimate or fun so I either go out for actual dinner and just have maybe one or two or do a fun activity like fuck it like Go, go holy moly. Holy moly is a great first date. <laughs> yeah, and well, if you don't know what holy moly is, it's mini golf. Yeah, mini golf. But that's my like least favourite date because I'm like, oh, I, mini golf, boring. But I love activities. So I would love someone to, you know, yeah, be like, let's do this. Like, I don't know, yeah. higher microscope. It's either that or like, I, yeah, I'd love to go out like, like outdoors. Yes. Like, yeah. go, for, go for a hike, go for a walk along the beach, go for... Something fun something outside you know the dinner is scary though like that was probably part of the reason why i cancelled my dinner date the other day for me really? yeah like for me it's like sitting and having a full-blown meal with someone that i don't know it's kind of like whoa like i think dinner would be a great second date especially if you're like dating a lot surely it's quite expensive for a guy 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, it can be. <laughs> but, like, I feel like it's worth it if you get a good conversation and have fun, so. True, fair. Like, I don't mind that. I'm all about the experiences. Same, you know? yeah. I, I get that part, the experiences. Mm. Um, question, mm. do you men yeah. get the ick? <laughs> Do I ever get the ick? Yeah, like when you're on a date, when you're with a girl, you know, when you're dating. Like, do, do men yeah. get the ick? Does it exist for men? Because yeah. it just seems to be like big chat amongst women. Yeah, funnily enough, I posted a podcast up tonight about icks because I got people Whoa. to send them in to me. Oh, I do recall this, actually. Yeah. Um, I posted a podcast tonight on the icks and like, I just went through and reviewed a few of them. And <laughs> surprisingly, the majority of them came from women yeah. and not from guys. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, but they um, do, so men do get the ick though, okay. Oh yeah, 100%, yeah. Right. With, what, a, with certain things, yeah, I guess so. What's the sort of top like, things that men get the ick for, do you think? Or just even okay. just yourself? <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you my biggest ick. <laughs> yeah, right? okay. My biggest ick is when girls video themselves taking shots at bar. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can totally get why. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> am i guilty have definitely done that in the past yeah. <laughs> a couple of years ago props yeah um, yeah i don't know what it is it's kind of like who you're showing off to like I, that's yeah. the last thing i want to see like on my feed or whatever it is i get you like i, that, I don't i don't find that attractive so I've definitely been in a few short videos over summer with people taking them yeah but i get you mm. I'm, i watch them and i'm like why but it's just yeah, yeah it's just girls just we just love to record stuff it's just girls just, having just fun and having being flamboyant fun, showing off you know That's like look it. at my life <laughs> but i could totally understand why that is in it no. mm. what's uh, what's your biggest thing Glenn? oh back in the day i've actually dated more in scotland than i do here which is okay. strange i'm a way to start up in the dating yeah was that you know I, i've told you like off this party that i i'm not the I haven't really been like actively dating over the last year and a half, but I used to get it all the time and it would be like an eye movement. It would be like any excuse for me to just be like, nah, don't want to see him again, which actually comes yeah, from, okay. you know, like wounds, inner internal wounds. But the ick, oh man, if you didn't want to pay for a drink, I can pay for my own drinks. I can pay for my own meal happily, yeah. but I want you to. That for me is like, gives me a bit of an ick. Like I, yeah, want, a, I, get you. I want a man to like, be the old school gentleman you know um yeah i get you be quite frivolous and yeah yeah you know it's yeah, just nice I get it. I get you know it. like um that's probably like one of my biggest things and i've had a few friends here that have been on dates and like you know the guys made her split for like a 16 dollar pizza and i'm just like come on man like seriously come on Grow up. yeah i actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoever that was mate get your fucking wallet and buy her another pizza <laughs> like come on like seriously like i totally get it if you're like you don't have much money but he was in tech so he's just tight you know i'm just yeah not cool <laughs> no that's definitely not cool disgusting. <laughs> um yeah so yeah that's Fun. my ick the icks um oh another one actually i had another question okay. that was on the poll yeah hit me do men like when women ask them out? 100%. That's a really? massive turn on. This, yeah. see, this is like, I feel like men and women need to talk more about this because there is such like miscommunication amongst 
the species. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's I agree. Like, I agree. You know, I think there's nothing against like women asking out guys or mm-hmm. like girls asking out guys. I don't yeah. think I don't know how that all came to be. Like, yeah, in the olden days, right? There's a good analogy, right? In the olden days. If a guy wanted, if a girl wanted to get with a guy, she would walk down the street and drop her handkerchief. Yeah. And the guy would come running up and be like, oh, you've dropped this. And the guy would think he's done her a favor, but it was actually the girl who was like, oh, I actually kind of fancy this guy. So it was the girls making the first move. Yes, it's true. So that, if that happened so long ago, why is it not happening so much now, you know? Yeah, it's interesting because well, we've got this thing that we used to have, like, pre-COVID when we were going out and dancing, partying and, like, going wild. We would call it the stare. So we'd be we'd be looking at a guy and we'd, like, stare. Like, give him the stare. And that was, like, the signal. So no okay. handkerchief, but it was, like, I'm letting you know that I'm attracted to you. And it would work. <laughs> but, like, okay. I also, I think we all had mad confidence back then. I don't know what's happened, yeah, but fair. I just don't feel like I'm in that place right now where I could, like, I don't know, I just... I want the guy to lead. So there's that side of it, isn't there? Like, Okay, yeah. You want the guy to take initiative and yeah, be like, right, I want you. Yeah, and you're like, 100%. yeah, but I already want you, so come and get me. <laughs> 100%. Because you know? it's like, I feel like as well, for the way we think, is like, well, if you want me, you'd, you'd, you'd message me. You know, going back to the guy that didn't date, ask me out on Sunday. I could have easily been yeah. like, oh, are we still cool to go out for brunch? But I thought, absolutely not. Like, if you want to message yeah, me, you will. So, you know, yeah. it's like, it, it goes both ways. But it's good to know that it's not like a put-off or a turn-off or it repels no, I men. Think, that... I think, yeah. If, I, if Say, for example, a girl came up to me in a coffee shop and was like, hey, just started off a conversation. And then she was like, hey, look, I'd like to hang out with you sometime. Yeah. Can I get your number? I'd be like, fuck yeah, girl. <laughs> okay, okay. You. Love that from you. Yeah, you know? that's, that's like, quite good. I, I like... think it's great. Because then that's not necessarily being like, oh, I want to take you out or let, let's, let I don't know, go do this. It's like she's still letting you know that she maybe wants to hang out. So maybe let's catch up, exchange numbers. That's not, that's a little bit subtle, which is nice. So, yeah. Noted. Like, I think, I think something like that, something quite innocuous. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, subtle. I think that's a, probably the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, and then after a girl does something like that, the guy's head's going like, oh my God, like, <laughs> what just happened? This is crazy. Like, this never happened. It never happened. Ego boost alert. <laughs> Literally, massive ego boost. Like, I'm not heading, I'm not going out that fucking coffee shop door now. Head's so big. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so yeah, good. I think, it's, I think it's a good thing. I think it doesn't happen enough. Yeah, okay. Hear that, ladies? Uh, we can also yeah. reach out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you can. Oh, it's such a tricky way to navigate this dating scene, though, I think. Um, Do you see any differences between living in the UK and Australia? You know, like the dating scene here versus there or the women here versus there, you know? Yeah, I think I do. I think I think you touched on it uh, before, actually. I think back in the UK, everybody kind of there's such a stigma between with like communication back home. Yeah. And actually speaking to either your partner or someone you fancy or something like that. But I feel like out here with like Australian women or even like expats that are out here like us, yeah. I feel like we're a lot more open and can communicate a lot more effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably the biggest difference out here. And everybody's just like, 
so much more chilled out here. Yeah. And don't take themselves seriously. Yeah. For the most part, anyway. That's what I found, anyway. Yeah, and I think that makes sense for you because you're the male. So, like, to have, like, the chilled, more open woman is good. From my perspective, the men are maybe too chill. You know, so I'm, I'm, again, this is just a generalization and this is also because I haven't been necessarily putting myself out there as much as I should be if I want a relationship, um, which is good. I'm going to obviously continue to experiment, but I'd say like British men are way more direct in the sense of they come up to you in a bar and talk to you and it's hard though because then we're at, when I go out I'm always out with like four or five girls and I, a guy actually yeah. did come up to me one night in a in a bar and he was he came up to me because I was standing myself and then we went on a date and he said I would have never came up to you if you were with your friends because it's terrifying yeah. and I was like it okay so maybe that, yeah yeah so maybe that's why I'm thinking they're chilled but really they're just scared because there's so many of us <laughs> yeah I think so that's a quite a common thing whenever you go out in big groups yeah right you know, um, guys are a lot less direct if you're with a, a bunch of girls. Because yeah. for one, it's fucking scary being yeah. like, oh, yeah, look, I fancy you and picked you out of a group. Yeah. It was like, can we have a chat? Like, that's, I feel like that goes against the whole social side of things. Like, yeah. it's a bit weird, right? Yeah. Um, but if it's just you and a girlfriend that are out, then that's a lot less intimidating. You know? So, yeah, so... I'm thinking I just have to go out with one friend at a time. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's oh, the way you do it. It's hard. It's, I know it's hard for men as well. Like, you know, I men do get, like, the stick from the women. But, of course, like, if we're expecting you guys to approach us, but then mm. it would be terrifying, obviously. Like, you could get rejected in front of a group of girls, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, again, they've probably if they're coming up to you in a group of girls, they've probably been rejected by a group of girls before. Yeah. Jogging. Yeah. So they're kind of, like, confident in the way that if they do get rejected, they'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Oh, fun. Okay, I have one more question, just to finish before we okay. finish up. Yeah, go for it. And this was, again, from the girls, and it was, what are your thoughts on um, having ex-girlfriends and ex-boyfriends on social media, like Instagram and maybe even staying in touch or whatever um it depends on the relationship they had yeah okay for me anyway for the majority i think it's a red flag i don't think you should have um exes on there just because like it for me it's almost like a respect thing right okay right if they like regardless of what the relationship is like or what it's like now mm. or if enough time has passed then that might be a different issue uh, but if it's like a fresh ex yeah and they're still on your social media they're still messaging you but block delete that shit because you do not want that toxicity coming into your new life yeah right you know but i feel like i've got a couple um i've got one ex actually that um I was quite close with yeah and i used to chat like every so often it wasn't too much but like for example we went out for lunch before i came out to australia nice and i don't think like and so much time had passed that it was just like quite nice to meet up and catch up as friends and stuff but yeah like we still got each other on social media yeah and like it's never been a bother but again that's only because for one, I haven't dated or been with anybody for a while. Yeah. And enough time has passed that I'm comfortable with that. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I know for a fact she is too. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, what about your side? What do you think? I have like all of my exes on Instagram. In fact, except one or two. Like I, well, I've yeah, got most of them on. Like, cause for me, it's like, I have zero attachment to any of them, but I also don't talk to them. You know, like in fact, yeah. one of my exes from a few years ago messaged me happy birthday and I'm like, cool. And he's got, he's in a relationship. Like he's back in mm. the UK now though. Um, I just don't see an issue with it at all, but I also mm. don't talk to them. So talking to them is different. I don't, I don't see why you need to talk to your exes if you're in a relationship. Like I think okay. that, that's definitely disrespectful unless you're showing your partner and you're like, oh, look, I've been messaging my ex. Cool, that's fair. Look at this, yeah. yeah. Um, I just think, yeah, for me, it's all right. But if I had a, I'm trying to think of it from the other side. If I had a boyfriend and he had his exes on, I'd be thinking, okay it's fine but then you're seeing each other's life i don't know it just depends doesn't it it really just depends it, yeah that is quite like it is quite a vague question because it, yeah there's so many variables in that yeah and do, i think you know like i think from a guy speaking to like a recent ex it's a big no-no like yeah um that shit just needs to be cut out it's the same from girls like if a well if I found out that a girl that I was seeing for like a couple months was still chatting and interacting with her ex, that and they only broke up like before we got together, then I'd be furious that she didn't tell me. Yeah, yeah. Because again, that's like lack of lo- loyalty yes. and a lack of respect. Mm. And if you break that trust, then you can get fucked. I'll see you later. If that yeah. carries on then what is the rest of the relationship going to be like? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not a jealous person. Yeah. So, like, that, with the fact that she's speaking to someone else, like, shouldn't really bother me. But yeah. it's more the respect thing. Yeah, no, I understand you. And it's like that openness, you want openness from, like, the start. Otherwise, then you start to yeah. distrust. Um, yeah. yeah, then it becomes, like, sort of a game. It's yeah. a back and forth. It's like a game of fucking tennis. Yeah. Like who's gonna win yeah yeah that's just like that's just so fucked and toxic like nobody needs that shit in their life 100 percent. so let's just say like you met the love of your life like next week and you've got all of your exes Mm. on your instagram like you personally and then would you like delete them or would you just keep them there even if you're not texting like i think what i would do is probably create boundaries and just be like hey look this is who these people are. Yeah. I've still got them here. Are you comfortable with that? If you're not, then at least you take them off. It doesn't fuss me in the slightest. Amazing. You know? Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I've still got some of my exes on social media, but, like, it's been that long for me anyway yeah. that I think I, I'm more, a lot more open than what I certainly used to be. Yeah. And I'm a lot, I'm a bigger communicator now than I ever have been. So I think that whole situation has changed for me. So I would then tell them, be like super open, be like, hey, look, this is who this these people are. Nice. Are you happy enough for me just to keep them on, just to have a look at their life because it's fun? Yeah, yeah. That, in, or in, is in that, that like toxic? Like, I don't know. No, I think that's healthy. Like, it's like healthy relationships are formed from openness, um, trust, and yeah, just good communication. Like, what is there's nothing wrong with having that why should you like block someone out of your life um if there's no attachment to them you know if there's attachment then yeah if it's recent then i don't know it's just it's it's all based on trust and um 
yeah you just have to talk about these things so if if there's like anyone yeah. listening and they're like oh my ex, my current boyfriend or girlfriend you know has their exes on there and I don't like that that's where you then say to them oh I actually feel really uncomfortable with that and then then you have a talk about it and see yeah. how do you go forward from there you know because everyone's different and like I said 100%. I don't care I, I, I don't worry about minds right now but if a guy was to come into my life and say oh that's weird I'd be like oh maybe I should delete them because we don't even talk yeah yeah again it all comes down to the fundamental of communication. Hundred. Communication is the biggest thing that will yeah. either make or break a relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's it. And if you don't have that, then you better start working on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To be honest with you. So, but yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What a good way to wrap up. That's a good way to wrap it up. Hey, yeah. so... Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. I love your energy. I love the questions that you put to me. I love how de- deep you got within yourself. Yeah. And um, I thoroughly enjoyed, I'm not going to lie. And we're going to have to do this again for sure. A hundred percent. I've actually loved it. Lou, thanks for letting me um, ask you questions too. <laughs> You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Anytime. Uh, yeah, let's definitely All right, do it again. All right, so... We're going to wrap it up there. Thank you guys for joining and I will see you in the next potty.